Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now let's talk to our buddy Jay Gruden. On air and on the road, Jay Gruden is driven by the Tedbert Automotive Group, Tedbert Ford and Chantilly at Fairfax, your F-150 headquarters, and Tedbert Chevrolet and Sterling, home to Tedbert for life. <laughs> Lifetime vehicle coverage. See and shop at Tedbert.com. Jay Gruden, it has been too long. How are you? How you doing, fellas? What's up, doing well. What'd you do for the holiday? Uh, what'd you What'd you get for Christmas? I didn't get anything. Oh, I got a jacket. My son gave me a jacket, and uh, I think that's about it. My dad gave me a gift card to the PGA Golf Store. That's about it. Oh, you're so steamed up. That's all you need, right? What are you going to get at the golf store? Uh, probably some new shoes. You never have too many golf shoes. I don't have any golf shoes. Hey, Jay, actually a golf question for you. I, I don't I don't play very much, but I, I went and hit at the driving range the other day with my kids. My grip is old and sticky and gross and, like, rubs off on my fingers. Is that something I can do at home, or do I have to take it to a professional? Like, get get new grip and retape it. I think you take it into the pro shop, wherever you're a member at, and they'll re-grip it for you. Have it ready in about uh, 30, 40 minutes. You'll be good to go. Where are you a member Let at? me just write down that, get a membership to <laughs> a golf thing. <laughs> yeah, that would help. I'll do that, yeah. Uh, Jay, let's start with the decision to bench Sam Howell two weeks before the end of the year for Jacoby Brissett. It's four and eleven season. The whole year's been about Howell. Now it's Jacoby's turn. Were you surprised by the decision? What do you think of it? I wasn't surprised the way Jacoby played the last two weeks coming in in relief, and I think Sam has struggled pretty mightily the last month or so, and. You know, when you're not showing that much progress and you get taken out and the guy comes in behind you and lights it up back-to-back weeks, I think you pretty much don't have a choice but to play the guy that's lit it up the last two weeks. Uh, you know, it's too bad because Sam had a, had a pretty good run there. He's playing pretty good football for a while. But, you know, the lack of consistent improvement is the biggest concern they have moving forward with Sam. When you say you don't have much of a choice, why couldn't it just be as simple as it's 4-11, and the season's over, it's developmental time. One of these guys is young and might have a future. The other is a veteran journeyman backup type who's a good player, but may or may not be here and is definitely not the long-term answer. So we're just going to play the young guy. Yeah, or pull up Jake Fromm from the practice squad. Let him play the last two weeks, see what he can do. 
you know, there's a bunch of options you have, unfortunately, at 4-11, and 11, but I think to show the locker room that you still care and you're still trying to win, you play the best guy who has played the best the last couple of weeks, and I think that's the case for every position. You know, they benched Forbes uh, early in the year, a rookie, um, stunted his progress a little bit, but they had to play the better player, I guess. So, and I think that's the case with Jacoby right now. I assume I'm not there at practice every day. Maybe Jacoby's been lighting it up in practice every day and the players see that and they want him in there. Jay, when you, you mentioned Forbes, when you change a cornerback or change a guard, you know, pudgy idiots like me aren't necessarily you know, flapping their gums about it for for you know days on end. It's more significant than that. Uh, I'd love for you to talk about that. Just w- when you know, okay, we've got to make this change, or we're going to make this change. What's that process like? Well, it's a it is a process. It's uh, it's every day in practice that you're watching these guys and meeting rooms, and and then the production on the field on game day. You know, you take all that in account, and then you have to play the guy who you think is going to give you the best chance to win. That's the bottom line of pro football and how you make decisions playing. You try to give some young guys an opportunity because the young guys are the building blocks of your blocks of your franchise and your organization. But at the end of the day, if the veteran guy is playing better, you got to play the veteran. And I think that's the case with Jacoby right now. So how do you think he'll play now that you know coming in relief when everybody's prepared for somebody else is one thing. Now that San Francisco's got some time, figure out you know what what his role is going to be like in the offense. How do you expect this game to go this week? Not well. <laughs> I think San Francisco's going to come in smoking. <laughs> That's and, uh, they're going to play pretty good defense. They get two good edge rushers, and uh, you know it's going to be tough. Two good linebackers and good corner wards. So. It'll be a tough day probably for Jacoby, but he gives them the best chance to win, I guess. And uh, I don't know if anybody gives them the best chance to win this week because San Francisco's got to win to keep that number one seed or try to play for the number one seed. And Kyle Shanahan coming back to this area, I think he'll have something to prove and want to show off a little bit. Jay, I'm sure you saw this, but the other part of the news, and we're not sure how this will play out, but Jacoby Brissett apparently late in practice yesterday tweaked his hamstring. It got worse overnight. So he came in today. They added him to the injury report. He was limited. And I was told he's legitimately questionable. Like, he's going to have to try it on the field on Sunday before the game to even see if he can go. So I guess my my first question would be, as a coach, how awkward, if at all, would that interaction be when you're telling Sam, if need be, that he is the starter? When you just essentially said you're benching him because he's broken in the moment and, and you're trying to give him a breather, and now you might have to go right back to him and say, Hey, kid, we trusted you all along. What would that be like? <laughs> it's a unique situation right there. I don't mean to laugh, but my God, I think you got to play Sam Howell now. I didn't know he tweaked his hamstring. If it's if it's that close all year long and Sam's been the starter, uh, if Jacoby's 100%, then yes, maybe give Jacoby a shot these last two weeks. But if he's got a sore hamstring at all, you got to play Sam because you're going to have to run. He's going to have to move around in a pocket. You can't have a gimp back there and, taking all these sacks that San Francisco is going to bring to the table. you got to have somebody that can escape, and that'll be Sam. So I, I'd, I'd go with Sam if Jacoby's got a bad hammy, would you? Yeah, depending on how bad it is. We were talking about this earlier, right? Jay Gruden joins us on Grant and Danny. Whereas, you know, let's say he's 80% or something. Maybe if you're the starter on the team and you're fighting for the playoffs and you're 80%, see Trevor Lawrence, who's been trying to gut through an injury, like you keep trotting out there. But if you're Jacoby Brissett, you're going into an offseason where you're a free agent. It's so rare for you to get an opportunity to put film out there. You've played in the last two games, and you've lit it up like you were throwing against Air 7-on-7. Seven seven. The film is outstanding. Do you really even want to risk it? Like, let's say you go out through the motions on Sunday, and you could play if you had to, but you're 75 to 85 or 90% or something, but you feel it when you do something twitchy, and you know Nick Bosa is going to be coming off the edge, making you move in the pocket. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just, you know, not wired the same way. I know I'm not wired the same way as these athletes professionally. But to me, I might go, I- I'm going to play in this game and put this film out before I got a chance to go make money this offseason. I'll just let my agent send around that Jets and Rams tape instead. What do you think about that? I agree 100%. I mean, Jacoby can't put himself in harm's way, especially the way the line is blocking. I mean, if he doesn't get any protection, he's going to get killed back there, and it's not going to be any good for his future trying to get a job as a backup or potential starter. So, yeah, if, if he's banged up a little bit, if he can't run, if he can't burst on that leg, there's no way he should take the field. Well, by the way, just to add to – I mean, this is getting funnier and funnier as I think about I know. it. Their left tackle's ruled out, their center's ruled out, and their right tackle, Wiley's questionable. So Yeah, I'm going to sit this one out if I'm Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> An hamstring coach. I mean, I mean that's, that's just common sense. you got to be able to run in this game, and, and it's kind of a weird time to – play Jacoby now I think about it with all those line issues you want an athletic quarterback back there and you know at least Sam can run and do some zone reads or something like that and some RPOs and stuff like that which Jacoby can do too but not with a pulled hamstring so yeah. Jay I want to take you back to tw- and Jay Gruden with us here on GND back to 2014 Robert Griffin started seven times Kirk Cousins started five times and Colt McCoy started four times it was like Jay Gruden changing quarterbacks one me changing socks and underpants two right like it, there were mm-hmm. a lot of changes made is that something that you kind of went, you know what, we can't do that anymore. We can't go through a carousel. we got to find a guy regardless of, of who or how or, or, or whatever. Yeah, that's for sure the goal of every franchise. You want to find the guy. But if none of the guys are performing up to the expectations your franchise has, you got to try to try some different things. You know, Robert started the year and then he got hurt. So he went to Kirk and Kirk struggled a little bit. And then we took him out and went to Colt. Colt played pretty good. Then he got hurt. We went back to Robert. And then uh, went finished with Cole, I think, or I can't remember how we did it. But, but you're right, we did change quite a bit. <laughs> but we're trying to find the right formula, the right fit, and they all had a different skill set. Kirk and Colt were kind of similar, but our, obviously RG3 had the ability to run and do some of the zone read stuff. But you know, it just didn't work out the way we wanted it until we went with Kirk full time. So along those lines, Jay, the difference was you never came out and boldly proclaimed that this year was about somebody. Right. In other words, like certainly off season this past year, Ron Rivera told everybody who would listen, we find our guys, Sam Howell, this is it. This year's about him. And why isn't the defense playing well? And he was like, well, we have a young quarterback, like things that had no correlation. Had you done that in 2014 and then we're changing quarterbacks every week. I think people were a lot more irritated about that. Like, I just would love for you to, to, to speak to that and quantify it. Yeah, well, we tried to announce Robert as a starter, I believe, at the beginning of the year because we were trying to make it work with him because he had such a good rookie campaign. Obviously, he got hurt his second year with the Shanahan's, and uh, we tried, you know, because that was their draft pick. That was that was Stan's and Bruce's big pick, so we tried to make it work, but unfortunately, he got hurt, and we went and had the quarterback carousel. You know, it is odd for Ron to come out after Sam Howell only playing one football game last year against Dallas to say, "Okay, here's our guy." You know, there's a lot of unknowns out there with Sam moving forward. So, you know, it was a bold, bold move by him. And, you know, it looked to be pretty good early on, but over the course of the long haul, it didn't work out too good for Sam, but Sam's still got a lot of ability. He's just young, man. You got to give these guys an opportunity uh, sometimes. And um, it takes a long time for these guys to see the defenses, get used to the protections, get used to the players around the speed of the game, situational football, all the plays put in week in and week out, you know, it's tough for these young players and the expectations for these quarterbacks nowadays are unrealistic sometimes when you compare them to Mahomes and Josh Allen and these guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. To Danny's point uh, about the 2014 situation where you benched Cousins, who pretty clearly at that time, well, I guess some could argue Griffin, but for a lot of us, it was he was the one guy that had a chance to actually be the answer. And you guys benched him and you went to a more veteran guy in, in Colt. I'm wondering because there, there's some, uh, I would say, similarities. Like, my point is always that, like, them benching Howell now after two straight games where they yank him and then going to Jacoby with two weeks left for this reset, that essentially it's the end of the road. It tells me what I need to know. This is not a long-term answer starting quarterback here in D.C. They might say otherwise. In Cousins' case, he did end up getting the starting job in 2015 and he's never not been a starter since, and he's become one of the better passers in the league. So I guess my question is, like, coach me up on that. Like, I'm watching what they did with Sam and going, all right, well, now I know what I need to know about Sam Howell. He's, they're saying he's so broken we can't possibly let him play against San Francisco. And I'm saying, well, if that's true, then he can't be a franchise quarterback. Like, where am I wrong? Well, you're wrong because he's young, and he can still get better with time. Um and seeing things and understanding protections and how he fits in the pocket and run schemes and all that stuff. There's so much things a quarterback has on his plate. Well, you're not wrong in the fact that he has digressed a little bit, and that's the issue with a, you want your quarterback to continue to get better and better. But at this age, Sam Howland has limited experience in the National Football League. I just think a lot of people have unrealistic expectations for their day. Well, if he's got to throw four touchdowns and 70% completions all the time like Brock Purdy. Um, and even Brock Purdy struggled last week. So it's just hard for these quarterbacks, especially if you don't have great talent around them. I mean, the offensive line is not very good. Tight end issue is there. The receivers, I think, underperformed. The running backs, you know, were okay. Uh, it'd be nice to have some star power around Sam to help him out. I just feel like everything was put on his shoulders. He's, you know, everybody expects him to be Josh Allen, and there's no way he could be like that in his first year. Jay, how would you go about fixing Sam Howell, trying to rebuild him? 
you just continue to work with them. And unfortunately, the NFL has cut back a lot of the OTA times and all that stuff. He's a guy that needs a huge dose of work. And I think we lost Jay. I'm going to put him on hold, see if we can. I'm going to guess he like did one of those like accidental mute of the phone things. Like your chin just touches yeah, some yeah. weird button. I've done that a lot lately. That's an iPhone thing. Were you like the accidental mute? Yeah, I don't know why, but it happens sometimes. And you're just talking and you, you don't even know that you're on mute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you've gone for a long time and it's you also just keep possible talking. Because we have phone problems that the phone dropped and the cell phones stink in general. But it sounded like there was still like background noise almost, yeah, right? Like the, there was a breeze, like a Drew going on behind him. Yeah, I'm going to say minus 160. He accidentally muted his phone. On chin mute, yep. Minus 120. Phone dropped. Mm. Plus 240 was tired of the interview and just said, screw these guys. <laughs> Enough of these guys. I don't know what happened. You guys just hung up on me. So nah, you're no, fine. we didn't. We think it was an accidental mute situation. We're not sure. Huh. But uh, but we're right. back. So that's what matters the most, um, which is good. But you were talking about how you would build up. How you build up, up Sam Howell. Yeah. I, I said it's off season process, working on his fundamentals, uh, continue going through his reads and techniques and situations. Now I'm leaning toward it's a cell phone issue, a, a signal issue. Because you can hear something. You can. But also, we've never – like, Jay comes on every single week all yep. season. He's His cell phone's never been bad at any point. Now, does he think we hung up on him again? Try him one more time. Let's see what – yeah, he definitely thinks we hung up on him again. Okay, but when you try him, hang up on him just to play a prank. Yeah, this time, call Jay. <laughs> as soon as he says he's ready to come on, hang up on him. Or do a pretend like, hey. Like, then it's his fault. You know what I mean? Then he's confused. Then he doesn't know, or like his phone's underwater know. for some reason. We're not but doing it to you, Jay. We promise. Jay Gruden is on the program. You're listening to Grant and Danny here on 106.7 The Fan. Although, now that we're calling him, he's not answering. So he's probably very upset. That's my guess. All right, let's do this. Okay. We'll step away. Yep. We're going to regroup. We're going to regroup. Well, up. Oh, Jay's there. All right, let's get Jay back on. Jay Gruden <laughs> is with us. Jay, are you there? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You guys just keep hanging up on me. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> I, I told Darius this time just call you and hang up. And just, to, it, just to just to see. Just to throw throw this whole thing off completely. All right, I'm going to ask a different question because I think maybe we can't answer this. Maybe thing. your phone just doesn't like the question. Here's what I'll ask you. Let's say you get this head coaching job. You you you're, you're a candidate. You're Ben Johnson. Whatever you sign on, you're coming to Washington. What would your level of interest be looking at Hal as a prospect in like rolling with him in year one? I think if you put together Sam's highlight reel, you'd be very impressed. You know, you could put some plays together that make Sam look really, really good and has a very bright future in the National Football League. However, he does have some really bad tape also. So we got to fix the bad stuff, make sure there are things we can do to make him better uh, and improve on his decision-making and maybe fix some of his footwork, his fundamentals, his accuracy, and all that stuff. So I think there's talent there to be excited about, but he does have a lot of work to do. What do you make now in hindsight? It obviously didn't work. There's probably a lot of reasons. Of the plan for him from enemy, like the help from a, a coordinator standpoint, it's my belief that going from where he was – in October to where he is now, where they can't trust him against San Francisco, like takes a village and a lot of people struggled, screwed up in their in developing him 
what do you make of the plan with the, the drop back game and the the hits he's taking, the sacks? Some of those are his fault, obviously. The lack of the run game. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I think the enemy deserves some uh, blame a little bit for trying to really be aggressive with his growth process early. You know, it, it worked out a little bit, but he came out a little bit overly aggressive for a young quarterback. Didn't get the running game going as much as I'm sure everybody would have liked. Unfortunately, the running game isn't very good. You know, the offensive line, the tight ends aren't good in the running game. So it's very difficult to say, hey, you got to run the ball more when it's not very effective. Then you're going to force Sam into a lot of third downs. So I think Eric did what he thought was best way to move the ball and score touchdowns, and that's throw the ball and air it out. Unfortunately, he got hit a lot and sacked a lot, and a lot of negative plays were a result. What was this offense missing personnel-wise besides, you know, a quarterback? Like, that would have made things easier or made the plan more effective uh, uh, for, for Howell and company? Interior offensive linemen, tight ends, tight end that can block. I mean, you know, Logan Thomas is a good kid, and he can run a route every now and then, but he, he is not a blocker. You know, you got to have some tight ends that can block, have multiple – uh, personnel groupings. They're stuck in 11 personnel a lot. Um, it'd be nice to be able to go 12 personnel or 13 personnel, get some tight ends in there, maybe even a fullback next year. Uh, when you have a young quarterback, it's good to have those handoffs, and you can do some good bootlegs off that to get them out of harm's way, get them outside the pocket, but you can't do that if you don't have any semblance of a running game, and that's what hurt them. I think they need a couple tight ends. They need to fix their offensive line, interior, maybe a tackle as well. Uh, receivers are pretty good. They got Terry and Samuel and, and – uh, those other guys, so they're, they're not bad. They could use another receiver, but I really think guards and uh, tight end would help a lot. Jay, tomorrow night we're kicking off a new week of football here with the Lions and the Cowboys. Pretty big game NFC playoff ramifications. Detroit's 11-4. and four, Dallas is 10-5. and five. Who do you got? It's a great game. You look, at that, you look at Detroit, what they're doing on offense. They have a veteran quarterback, right? They went out and drafted a game-changing tight end in Laporta. They got a game-changing back who plays on third down and first down in Gibbs. And they got a powerful offensive line. I mean, they've done a great job of building that franchise. I like Detroit. The one thing Dallas has trouble handling is powerful offensive football, and that's what Dallas, the Detroit brings. They got two great backs in Montgomery and Gibbs. Uh, I do like Dallas at home. Obviously, they play a lot better at home, but I think Detroit is uh, – Pretty damn good. It's going to be a close one. Actually, I'm going to take Dallas at home because they're very good at home. But I like Detroit's chances. Okay, so maybe Detroit, which is catching four and a half points like against the spread, but Cowboys on the money line. Yeah, Dallas like that. at home is good. Uh, all right, yeah. how about Dolphins-Ravens? This is uh, Baltimore laying three and a half in uh, Maryland. Dolphins, look, they're through 11 and four. They win this game. They'll have the head-to-head tiebreaker over Baltimore, tied for the best record in the AFC, and a win away from the one seed. Pretty incredibly. Yeah, I think both these teams are great. I really do. I, I wish Waddle was playing. It'd be better if it was Waddle was playing. But I like uh, the way Baltimore plays football, offense, defense, special teams. They're the most well-rounded team in the NFL, I believe. But obviously Miami is getting a lot better on defense. Vic Fangio's done a great job. Jalen Ramsey, they're getting a little bit better of a pass rush, and they stopped the run pretty well. So it'll be a heck of a game. I think Miami um, is going to hold it right there. Whoever makes the plays at the end will win. But I'll take Miami in this one. Jay, thank you as always, man. Always fun. Apologies for the phone mishaps and the purposeful hangups. Maybe, maybe not. Always appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 